Welcome to the Strong Life Coach Podcast, where we speak life, coach life, write life, and lead a life. Today, I'm joined in the podcast studio by Lisbeth Velasquez. Lisbeth, welcome to the show. Hello, Derek. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. All right. Well, I'm excited about having a conversation with you. For all of the podcast listeners, I want to tell you a little bit about Lisbeth. Attorney Lisbeth Velasquez came to the United States at the tender age of 17, not speaking the native language and not knowing what specific path to pursue in her life. She excelled in her work in school and eventually got accepted to the University of Florida, where her passion for law and politics started to grow. After graduating from the University of Florida, she completed her Juris Doctor degree in the Shepherd Broad College of Law at Nova Southeastern University in 2015. Then she started her career as a litigator. Currently, she is one of the founding members of VPP Law Firm and has focused her career as a civil litigator. Specifically, she specializes in property insurance, contract law, and defamation and defamation cases. Attorney Velasquez has successfully recovered hundreds of thousands of dollars for her clients. You can follow VPP Law Firm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at VPP Law Firm. Lisbeth, what inspired you to become an attorney? To tell you the truth, being an immigrant in this country, um, mm. when I, I came when I was 17, I didn't speak English. It, it, was, it, was, it was very hard to move up to to have opportunities and and I saw the way we were at a disadvantage not only by not speaking the language but also by not knowing the laws not knowing our rights so mm -hmm. the that little incentive of wanting to know my rights what is it that I can and cannot do when I come from Cuba where you don't have rights and here we do so how do I use them now it's like it's like uh, if you never had a, a computer and suddenly I give you one and you're like, okay, so what do I do now? How do I turn it on? So that was my drive to become an attorney. To tell mm -hmm. you. you know, when I hear you describe the details of your journey, it's it, the, the visual that came to me. It was like you saw kind of the weight of the people, you know, as an immigrant, right? You, you, you saw that weight. But, but what I'm hearing from you is you didn't want that weight to crush you. You wanted to be somebody who was picking up that weight and really harnessing your, your ability and your skill set with your education, but also in the law. So I, I love hearing this idea where you, you felt and you saw the disadvantages, but now what you've done with your career is you've, you've harnessed your skills and your education to make this a great strength for you. And not only, and, and, and Derek, we're talking right now, and a lot of your listeners, they could probably be saying, yeah, well, it was all about you. Yes, it has to be about you first in order for you to give to other people. If I didn't do it because I wanted to know my own rights and mm -hmm. I wanted to defend and, and have a voice, then for my family, then for my friends, then for mm. everyone around me, then for my community, then for my country, then. So you have to do it for yourself in order for you to give it then to other people. Ooh, well, I like this. I, I, I like it. podcast listeners, catch some of her passion, 
right there. I mean, I mean she, her passion was overflowing from her. And, and I want, let's give you a visual podcast. Listeners. The visual she just gave, Lisbeth just gave me was pour into your own glass first. Yes. And then you will be empowered and equipped to pour into other people. And it's okay to pour into your own glass first as Lisbeth's example shows just that. That's exactly how I feel. You do it first. You empower yourself first, and then you can give to others. Definitely. Mm, yes, yes. Now, what do you enjoy most about being an attorney? Solving problems. Nobody comes to see an attorney because you're happy or because <laughs> you are in a good place. Right. Or, and even if, even if you do have a lot of money, because we try to wrongfully connect the two. A lot of people, they think that happiness comes um, connected with, with a lot of money. Money is a part of happiness. I, I couldn't lie, but I couldn't lie, but, but it's not all about money. So you come to see attorneys, even if you have a lot of money, you come to see attorneys if you are in a rough path or moment or, or in, a, in a bad situation in your life. So, um, when you come see me with a problem, and I know that this is on your top priorities because this is keeping you up at night, this is an issue that you couldn't resolve on your own, and then I solve that issue for you, I give you a solution, we take you to court, we argue, we win, we get you whatever you need, we get your voice to be heard, that is, for me, everything. That's mm. everything. Yes. You know, I, the, I, the, the concept you gave me as you were sharing that was like this idea. Sometimes people come to you with a, a tangled mess of a situation, but you with always, your, with, always, 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 <laughs> always, <laughs> oh, there's always yes. tangled mess of a situation and they, they take their situation and they hand it to you, Lisbeth, and they're saying, all right, can you, can you figure out what's happening here? Can you help us to solve can you, can you give us some peace in our world? And so that what I heard from you as you were explaining, I thought, you know, Lisbeth is somebody who delivers peace to her clients and to her people. Yes, that, 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 that's actually true. I, um, before this meeting, I met with a client and, and he was telling me, you know what? Um, I couldn't sleep last night. And, and they gave me this um, lawsuit two days ago and I've been, um, very stressed out. I couldn't even concentrate. I'm a driver. I couldn't. And, and when I hear that, I'm like, well, so now you have an attorney now, now this is exactly what you came here for. You lift all that weight off your shoulders, give it to me, and then I'll handle this for you. Mm. <laughs> so you go home and you get your rest, you go to sleep, you work, and then I'll handle this and the whole weight. I'll handle this for you. Nice. What's really helped you to take on that weight? Because pretty much every attorney I talk to, it's, it, it, it's very similar that they are handling some of the worst parts of life, some of the ugly of life. Um, what helps you as you're like exposed to like, again, we, we called it a tangled mess earlier. We, we might call it the weight on people's shoulders. What helps you to, to um, be exposed to all, you know, the, the, the worst parts of life, but to not be overwhelmed by the worst parts of life. Remember what I told you at the beginning, that you have to 
think about yourself first. You have to put yourself first and then help others. So that's mm -hmm. exactly what it is. At the end of the day, I have to go back home and I have to be a mom. I have to be a wife. I have to be a daughter. I have to be a sister. So I need to give all I have when I'm in the office. But then when I get out of the office, I have to take off that person, take off that um, costume mm -hmm. and, and leave it somewhere and then put on the mommy costume, put on the, the, the wife's costume, daughter, sister, everything I told you, friend, and then go back home and give those people there what they need. So uh, maybe a selfish way to do that is when you step out of the office, you think this is not my problem. Mm -hmm. I am helping you solve your problem. So I am coming in your life and I am giving you the help that you need, but I cannot help you if I go back home and me and you, both of us don't sleep at night. That way we are two having the same issue and nobody helping. So in order for me to do that and in order for me to help my clients, I need to be good and in peace with myself. When I go home, I go home. The attorney stays at the door and then who gets home is mom, um, wife, uh, sister, daughter. So... I, and, and, and the way, maybe it's a selfish, like I told you, maybe it's a selfish way, but the way for me to do it is telling myself, this is not my problem. I'm helping. If I make this to be my problem, I will be no help. So mm -hmm. I'm not helping you at all. So wow. that's the way, that's the way I do it, man. I like it. I like it. You know, and, and for me, because I work with attorneys, and hearing how you do that, it sounds like one of those best practices to know where your emotional responsibilities end um, and where the client's responsibilities begins. And then you, and knowing where your attorney responsibilities end and where your personal life responsibilities begin and then not getting mixed up. But knowing that back to the, the illustration of the glass is is if you want to be able to pour into your clients and give to them, you have to make sure that you are filled up first. Yeah. And, and it sounds, I keep on saying it because this is my philosophy in life. And, and, and since it works for me, I mm -hmm. like sharing it with other people, especially other attorneys. And, and I get a lot of um, the response that I get is always, yeah, but that sounds selfish. And it is selfish. It is selfish to tell you that when I go back home, I don't think about your problem that much. It is selfish to tell you that it is your problem and not my problem. But if you think about it, we both know that. And you, you've known that since the beginning, when you came through the door, you came with your problem looking for me to help you, not for me to own it. Mm. So the only way that I can truly help you is if I am in a good mental state emotionally um i'm in a good you know good with myself and yes in, in every level yes and, and and when is your book coming out when you when you're going to talk about all of these things and you're writing about all these things yes, i i can barely even speak english so now you want me to write a book I, <laughs> i'll think about it but no never been <laughs> i don't know <laughs> All right. When you, when you do it, I want, I want to mention, I want you to mention the, the podcast. We were talking about it right here. <laughs> I promise you here 
live today that if I do, uh, I'll say that it was your idea. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Thank you. You have the gift. You have the gift. Now, now, talk to me about how did you decide to focus on civil litigation with property insurance, contract law, and de and defamation cases? That's where the magic happens. That you can do all you can do. But in my opinion, because I do not want to offend any of my fellow attorneys, in my opinion, that is where the magic happens. If you get it in there and you succeed in there and, 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 and you argued it in court and, and you make it happen, that is, that, that's, that's it. That's the end of it. So I always say that is where the magic happens. And, and especially to me, it's very, very, very powerful. And it gives me a lot of strength because I came when I was 17 and I didn't speak English. And, and I've always been bullied because of either not knowing the language or because you have an accent or because um, this word, you don't know how to pronounce it. So using that and, and, and giving it back to you in a way, 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 um, in a positive way and a yes. very, um, you can only imagine if you go to court and you argue a case, you are the voice of your client. Mm. So your voice that you didn't even have in the first place, now you're using it to pass it to somebody else. It's for me, it's, 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 it's everything. Wow. When I'm listening to you, I hear someone talking about an area that others believed was a weakness. And now, Lisbeth, you're using this as a strength and as a power. And you're like, this is not just like an average power of an average person. Like, no, you, this is, this is really what I'm hearing is this is your superpower as an attorney because yeah. it's, it's what you use to serve and elevate and empower your clients by using your voice, by using your language. Now, what again, my what my with, with the accent. <laughs> Despite being criticized that about it, you know, in the past, but now I feel like anybody who criticized you before, like, doesn't even matter because now you have all of the results and the credibility in the world that none of that even matters. But I just love the concept of taking something that that was a weakness to other people, and now you've made that into a superpower. And it's not about them, Derek. Um, I remember when I graduated law school, I, on my Facebook page, on my, my personal Facebook page, I, um, published a, um, a picture of my graduation. And I said something like, um, for those of you who never believed in me, um, no, I said something like, this is for, for those of you who always believed in me. And for those of you who didn't thank you, because you made me, you, you gave me the, the drive to do it. And, and now, six years after, I look back and I say, no, it is not about them. Again, I'll, I go back to being selfish. It is about me. So they made me realize that there was something I had that a lot of people, would, a lot of people were noticing. Because if I spoke in a classroom, everyone would look back at me because of the accent or because I said something wrong or because I didn't know how to pronounce a word. And then you can either interpret that as, oh my God, I am nothing. Mm -hmm. Or you can look at it in a different way and be like, wait a minute, 
I am it. They are looking mm -hmm. at me. I don't care why, whatever it is that, that made them look, but if you exploit that in a good way, then you're using your weaknesses, according to a lot of people, as a strength, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I think podcast listeners, I think that's something we got we, we, to, to realize is because in every one of our journeys, we can relate. There are going to be people that cheer us on and there are going to be people that try to criticize and tear us down. Um, but, but really, I love the concept is not even making it about them at all. Oh. Like, and it's not about proving the doubters wrong, um, but it really can be just about valuing yourself enough to continue to elevate in your journey, continue to rise, continue to grow, continue to succeed. And again, being like Lizbeth in that space and continuing to, um, to just grow. And like, again, I'm looking at you now, I'm going, like, how, could, how would it even be possible that somebody would criticize somebody like you based on everything you've achieved and that you're still achieving now? That's, that's how it is. That's the struggle. That's the everyday struggle that we have out there. That's why, Derek, every time, every time we go, um, I answer a question and we go question by question. I always keep coming back. It's all about you. It's all about you. You have to be, you have to put yourself first because that's the only way that you can be and you can give. It's mm -hmm. all about you. It's all about you. I like it. I like it. Now, what is one common challenge you've seen other attorneys face? And what do you think is a great solution to that challenge? A common challenge that, um, and I'm going to put it in two, in two um, different um, spots. Number one, when you are a new attorney, I've been practicing since 2015 and I am still considered a new attorney. And I will always be considered a new attorney when compared with another attorney that has more experience. It is true that there's nothing that can trump experience, but being organized and disciplined and doing your homework gets very damn close to that <laughs> great amount of experience and and hundreds of years of experience so so yeah we it's hard for new attorneys to to um not get frustrated when you have a, um a very experienced attorney on the other side but sure. think about it this way do your homework the law is the law so what they know, of course, you will never be on that level because you need all those years of experience. But what they know, you can know. And the one thing they have that you don't have that you can use to your advantage is they don't have a lot of time. They mm. don't have a lot of time because they have more experience. They have more cases. They have more issues. So use that to your advantage. And another issue that a lot of attorneys um, um, have Attorneys like me, it's when you are a female attorney. And, and, and I promise you that this is not something that I enjoy discussing because a lot of people think, oh, yeah, because you're, because you're a woman and you use that. No, 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 no. It is, that's, it, it's true. It's, that's the truth. That's the truth. If you are a female attorney, you have always that opposing counsel on the other side who is a male attorney who's been practicing for either the same the same amount of time that you have or more or even less and and you get a more you get more um you get more more struggles to to win 
sure. just because you're a woman, just because of that. So you you need to speak up, um, just not to defend your client, but to also defend your position. You need to ask for permission when you're pregnant and and you need your three months maternity leave. And there's this attorney that doesn't want to give you an extension and they don't care that you have a baby who's sick. So there's a lot of struggles for female attorneys that um, we still uh, have to fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 I do want to spend some time on, on both of those topics. I think they're especially relevant. Um, the first topic you mentioned, which was the idea of competition. And, and, I, it, and it relates in your world as an attorney, but it relates to any business owner out there as well when they're considering their competition. Because when you see your competition, sometimes the temptation is to be intimidated, you know, to be intimidated by their experience, by their success, you know, by their follower count on, on social media, you know, and all of these things. But I love how you, again, you twisted, you, you, you put a spin on that and it's not so much, it's, it's realizing what advantages even you have, even as a newer business owner for our listeners, as a newer business owner, the advantage that Lisbeth highlighted is that you have more time. So sometimes when we're intimidated by our competition, instead of seeing, well, what are the advantages I have in this competition and the advantages in your world, Lisbeth, my, in my world, as looking at other, you know, coaches that are a lot more famous, other podcast hosts that are a lot, have a lot bigger following is realizing um, the amount of time I have to be able to create and connect in, in unique ways is actually a, 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 a strength hidden in plain sight. And if people realize that and harnessed it, I think it could help so many people to have more confidence with, with who they are when it comes to their competition. You, you've said twice, sometimes intimidation. Oh no, it's always, always about intimidation. Always. It's always about if I opened up my shop and, and, and it's um, two blocks away from yours, yours has a better reputation. Sure. Yours is one that this famous person visited. Um, I don't know how many times. Well, guess what? Yes. Mine doesn't want to be on your level when mine has that the same amount of time. When mine, it's been around for, for the same amount of years. I want to be better. So I'm going to pay attention to what you did that worked and you did that didn't work. And I will not do what didn't work for you. So I'm saving that work already. Thank you. I will do what you did that worked. And then I'll also bring my own ideas. And a lot of people think because I have this idea and then I look out and I see that nobody, nobody has done that. I think, oh my God, I must have a stupid idea. So I can't be the first one that actually thought about it. And, 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 and because nobody has implemented that idea in their business, it might be that it doesn't work. Well, you don't, you don't know. The only mm -hmm. way for you to find out is doing it, do it because it might be that, or it might be that those other people thought the same way you're thinking right now and they never tried. Mm -hmm. So let's do it. Let's yes. try. I'm telling you, I'm telling you all podcast listeners, she is motivating. She is, she has the motivational speaker gift. Um, she has the writing gift. Again, we're, we're going to, we're, we're going to have a book out. Uh, just look out for it. Look out. Um, but no, you're right. You're, 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 you're spot on with um, 
with figuring out what the competition is doing right and finding ways to imitate the good, avoid the bad, and therefore, and then, but also I like what you said too, as far as knowing when it's appropriate to, what maybe we'll call it to trailblaze. Like there's no trail here yet. Nobody's, I don't see anybody else moving on this trail, but that's might be the perfect time to create a new trail um, and not allow the fear to hold uh, anybody back from being that potentially first trailblazer, making that trail that other people will then be trying to do what you do and trying to imitate your, your, uh, your success and your idea. So I, I love the concept. It's, it's not a new concept. We keep, on he we keep on hearing this over and over again out there. But um, sometimes I think that, that people don't believe the speaker because if you are somebody that I look up to and you are, let's say, um, uh, Steve Jobs, and, and, and he was very good, uh, he was a very good um, motivational speaker. And, and, and it's hard for you when you are at the very, very bottom to look up and be like, yeah, I can do that too. A lot of people don't have that um, self-esteem. They don't have a lot of, um, I don't know, if you're in that position, you don't really think that you are that good. So you look up and you're like, yeah, I can probably do that, but you know what? Yeah, no, I don't think so. So if you start looking up at people that are, doing good on your community, on your neighborhood, on the same classroom, on in the same school, on your same level, that's a little tiny ladder that you have to like actually climb. So when you look, you look at those people, you're like, okay, if he did it, I can do it. So it's hard to actually grab on the message sometimes because our speakers are, um, you know, like this made God made God or believed to be God that we see that sometimes we don't think that we're good enough and we can do that. So I like doing it because since I came from the very bottom and I did it, it means that we can all at least feel good with ourselves, at least. Mm -hmm. Yes, you're, you're right in the element of sometimes we see somebody who's a hundred steps ahead of us and it's difficult to think about you know, how can I ever compete with somebody who's wrote, like, I wrote one book. How can I compete with somebody who's wrote a hundred books? Like, like, am, am I ever, and then, but then just realizing, okay, like, I, I love the concept of somebody described it as run your own race. And, and, and maybe the, the concept is, it's, 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 it's more of owning your own path, owning your own pace, Go at the speed you want. If you want to run, if you want to walk, if you want to crawl at times, you want to skip a cartwheel, flip around. But owning your own path is what I'm hearing from you is, is such a powerful thing. Let's talk about what you mentioned, though, with, um, with, with the women-in-law. When, you, when, you, when you're talking to women-in-law and they're talking about those struggles you mentioned earlier, um, what, what's the advice you offer to them as a woman to um, help them, like, you know, to think through, like, what's the mindset you use as a woman to, um, to, to maximize some of the advantages you have maybe um, in your journey? Like, what's your advice to them with, when they're facing some of those struggles as a woman, even as a Latina in law? Uh, what advice do you offer to them? Derek, again, I, 
all my <laughs> all my tricks are are very um, selfish, um, but <laughs> I could I could describe it by saying and not completing the sentence. Don't give a beep. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I think every time I encounter something like that. And, and let's say that um, this uh, this past two weeks, I had um, my daughters. Uh, they couldn't go to school because there was a kid in their classroom that was positive for for COVID. So they closed down the school. And and it's hard for me to postpone hearings or. Um, not attend to depositions or or stuff like that, and 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 then the majority of the time, opposing counsels they don't care. They're like, okay, well that's not my problem. I don't care. So when I hear that, I'm like, I shouldn't give a beep. Mm. So you don't care? Then let's have this deposition with my daughter next to me and see <laughs> how that goes. Mm. Let's see how that goes. And 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 the the mindset that I use in those situations. For female attorneys, Latinas with an accent, young attorneys, old attorneys, whatever it is, you name it, is if I can beat you, having less time, being a mom, being a daughter, being a wife, and dear, wearing high heels, (laughs) (laughs) then you should be ashamed. Who should be ashamed? So that will, again, put me in a higher position. So yes, it's going to be rough. Yes, I'll probably not be able to sleep a lot. Um, and, and I will not take time away from my family and my kids. But if I do it, there's a big, huge reward for me. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think that's one of those. Um, this, you're, you're sharing so many gems of wisdom. Uh, this is going to be one of those podcasts. I'm going to go, Hey, come, um, you know, when I talk to attorneys and I, and I'm meeting them, then, then I find out they're their first year in, I'm going to be, this is the podcast you go listen to right here with Lee's bet to get the insight, to get the motivation, um, to get the courage. No, but you're dropping not just only insight, but you're clearly incredibly passionate about what you've experienced, about what you believe and what's what's worked effectively for you in your career. So I I love hearing, I I love being a student, listening and learning from you. Thank you, Derek. And and I wouldn't have the opportunity if it wasn't because of you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Now talk about what it's like with work-life balance in the law industry and and what have you seen with other attorneys and how do you you work on work-life balance in your world? That's a big issue that we have and I'm pretty sure that in um, all the opportunities that you've had to interview attorneys, you get the same message. That's a huge problem that we have because as attorneys, we tend to have our own, as individuals, we have our own issues. And then as attorneys, we carry all of our clients' issues. So it goes back to what I was telling you about leaving the, the, the attorney, uh, the door, taking out the, the costume and just leaving it and then putting on whatever other costume you need. Um, but, but we have a big, big issue with that because I wouldn't lie to you or to any of my fellow um, um, attorney friends. Um, it's hard. It's extremely and almost impossible to not take a lot of those issues home. It's, it's, it's hard because if you are sitting um, at the table and you're having um, dinner with your family, and suddenly 
suddenly that thought of that hearing that you had or that hearing that you will have or that client that has a big, big problem that you still haven't been able to find a solution for will pop up in your head. It'll come haunt you. It will mm. all day, every day. So it's extremely easy to say, just leave it mm -hmm. at the office, but it's extremely hard to actually practice it and put it, put it in practice. Um, but it is possible, man, when you're there and, 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 and you're with your kids and you're with your family and you're even, you have the right to also sit down and watch a movie. I, I have a lot of friends that they keep on asking me, hey, Lisbeth, did you watch this movie already? And I'm like, damn it, no, I haven't. But how do I tell them that no? Because, you know, like normal people, <laughs> have time to watch the movie, the new episode, the new whatever, you name it. And I'm like, oh, my God, um, what they're telling me is that I need to watch that movie. I need to make time for myself mm -hmm. and, and do that. I need to have 15 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour in the shower to sing a song. I don't know. Whatever, <laughs> whatever makes you happy or whatever makes you feel um, great. So when that happens and you are enjoying your life, your personal individual life, and, and you get that thought about your client's a problem, just say, I'll deal with it tomorrow. Mm. I will deal with this issue once I get to the office. I will do this later on. Or even, you can even wake up earlier. You can even, if you want to give a little bit of your time, personal time to your client, uh, an extra bit of your, of your time to, to your client, wake up earlier on mm -hmm. a Monday. But don't do it on a Saturday. Don't do it on a Sunday because that's the time that you have for yourself, for your family. So it's hard. And, and it's an issue that we have in the legal um, community. But there is a way, man. And, and, and to my fellow attorneys, even if you don't know me and you need it, call me. Call me and we can have a 15-minute conversation. If, if I can cheer you up, then I'll do it. I, I have so many attorney friends that struggle with depression because of this. I have so many attorney friends that um, are addicts to some sort of um, drug or substance or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and yes, it, it, gives me, it gives me pleasure to help those that, that actually need to find their path as well, because sure. we can do this, we can do this, but we also need to take care of ourselves first. Mm. So that's a problem that we have, Derek, in the legal community, yes. Thank you for your your candor, your your perspective. I think um, those of us on the outside, or even you know attorneys as well, sometimes we can read about the statistics, um, you know, with substance abuse, depression, you know, um, anxiety, even, um, and then not really know, yes, yes. not having faces to put with those statistics, but to hear somebody on the inside and saying, "No, like I have friends yes. that." I have friends and faces that go with those statistics. And then for you to be able to offer the insight of, yes, that means that means taking Saturday and Sunday off and not thinking about work and watching the show. You mentioned singing in the shower, but it's prioritizing. I think maybe the theme of the show is put you first in yes. the name of others. Yeah, I love that. That'll be the name of my book. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And, and I'll have this as proof that you gave it to me for free. <laughs>
<laughs> put yourself first in the, in the name of others. Um, right. There you go. There's, that is the message. That is the message. Yes. Um, but thank you for that. Thank you. Now, when you were first starting your law firm, what kind of advice did you receive? Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to you, that was all the advice that I received. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, you're crazy. Um, you're too young. You're fresh out of law school. Um, it's hard to compete when there's so like many law firms, there's so many attorneys, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. It's not secured. Um, job security goes first. That is the type of advice that I received. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it didn't even phase you. And no, again, when I heard all that, I was, I was thinking, well, maybe you're telling me that because you don't want another shark in the pool. Ooh. Or <laughs> you're that because you really appreciate me and it was hard, but you did it. And I see a lot of um, qualities in you, but also a lot of weaknesses in you that I don't have. So, mm. so it's again, mm. twisting it, twisting it and, and finding out why not. Okay, job security, then I'll do... I don't know. I'll, 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 I'll try to advertise a little bit more. No, but that costs money. Well, then go on Facebook and then go, um, I don't know, go on Instagram, mm -hmm. go find out if there's a conference somewhere that you can just go and, 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 and volunteer. Use yes. the time that you have that all those other attorneys don't have because they have a lot of clients. Use that time to expose yourself. And there's always, always, ways to do it so um it's not about not listening to the advice that i received is about listening to that advice and understanding it why are you telling me this why are you telling me don't do it what is it that you see that is the issue so that i can understand it understand it and find a solution wow do. wow what i'm hearing from you is you did not allow other people's weaknesses to be projected onto you. You didn't allow their, um, their shortcomings or even some of their fears to become yours, but, but you got a chance to look at it objectively and think this, the, what they're saying may not even apply to me because of being strategic and purposeful with a strategy moving forward to overcome any of those challenges that they mentioned to you. Well, that, that right there, if we put it like that, it'll leave out, um, and I don't want to say insecure, and I already did, I, I just said it, but, but it'll leave out those that actually don't truly believe in themselves or are crippled by fear. Um, it's, it's not only, it's part, that's part of it, but it's not only about looking at their fears and, and, and analyzing whether they apply to me or no is understanding the fear. And mm. if I understand your fear, I can find a solution to your fear that I already have for when I experience that fear, because I will do it. I will do it. Now that you're telling me don't do it and you're explaining to me why not, what are, what's all the, the downsides and, and, and what's the fear, if I understand it and I find a solution before I encounter that, then I am a step ahead. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, that too, 
if 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 the first part doesn't work, if, <clears throat> if if when you analyze the fear, it does apply to you because you're also feeling the fear, then mm -hmm. find the solution. Let's just not stop. Let's just try. Let's find the solution. Mm. There's always always a solution. Always a solution. Uh, Lisbeth, let me ask you one last question for before we wrap up the show. What are your favorite qualities of your favorite people? Qualities sounds like a lot. It's it's only one quality that mm. um, I truly you know put up there, and and then I value like anything else, and then that's loyalty. Mm -hmm. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty means everything. You can be whoever you want to be. You can be um, two different people a day. You can have many personalities. You can do whatever you want, whatever makes you happy, whatever, um, whatever is acceptable in our society or whatever it's not acceptable in our society. You can be whoever you want, but if you're loyal to me, if you are loyal to your family, if you're loyal to the people that you love, if you are loyal to yourself again, then that means a lot. That's, mm. I would say, more than half of the race that you have already tackled down. Mm. I love it. Loyalty. And I think as, as the, the podcast listeners are tuning into this part of the interview, I just want to remind you, um, she admires loyalty for a reason, because it's noble. Let's do our part. Anybody listening to the episode that's listening to this part of the interview, let's do our part to embrace loyal characteristics in our journey and that's something that's going to win the respect of a lot of other people around you and yourself absolutely and yourself Lisbeth, thank you so much for spending some time with me on the podcast no derek thank you i really want to appreciate I, I really want to thank you for um this opportunity and also i want to thank you because you created this podcast this little tiny moment of your time of your day or 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 whatever it is um for attorneys to not only inspire other people but what tr what truly caught my attention is that this can be a way for attorneys to inspire other attorneys again our our community our legal community suffers a lot a lot of depression a lot of um um anxiety mm -hmm. addictions so I truly want to thank you in the name of, of the whole legal community for creating this little spot to, to help others and also attorneys. Mm. We need that. We need you, that. I'm going to have to take that part of the, the, the episode and put it on my website and send it because that was just a beautiful thing for you to it, say. Yes. I, if you think about it, Derek, we are in the community to help others with their problems. But who is helping us? Yes. So, so what you're doing, in my opinion, is very noble, and I really appreciate what you're doing because this could be a way for our um, legal community to actually try to help themselves through what you're doing, through mm -hmm. other voices, through other um, experiences, opinions, struggles. So, yeah, thank you. Mm, wow, thank you. I'm, I, I am. I'm, I'm blessed to hear those words. I am encouraged. I'm uplifted. Um, um, I want to talk to the podcast listeners. Thank you for being our precious listeners. Um, this episode is sponsored by Strong Life Scholars, whose mission is empowering Latinas with law student scholarships, undergraduate scholarships, 
community impact guidance, professional mentorships, and professional skills training. Thank you once again for tuning in. Please go over to the Apple Podcast app, give us the five-star review, and remember to subscribe. We'll connect with you on the episode on the next episode. Thank you very much.